0: Hello and welcome. Thank you for taking time today to seek God. You've made a brave choice, whether you believe in God or not, whether you're religious or not. Seeking God is the greatest human pursuit. We're taking the risk together that God is there and wants us to actually pursue him. The journey itself will be rewarding. In the moments that we have together, we will worship and we do this by praying, reading scripture, and reflecting. This time is for you to seek God, and my words are only to help. If you are able, you may find it helpful to kneel or sit comfortably. Calming our bodies during this time is not only relaxing, but a reminder of our own limits and that a non-physical God is sought in non-physical ways. What matters most is that this time is set apart and is unique to the rest of the events in your day. You can worship any time, but this time is specifically focused on seeking God. Once you're comfortable, let's begin. Close your eyes and take a breath. You are about to speak to the creator of everything. No, this is not meditation, which is turning inward into yourself. Prayer is intentionally reaching beyond ourselves to the source of everything. We are reaching into the void and what will happen is unknown. But isn't that where the adventure is? Now speak out louder in your mind. God knows even your deepest thoughts. So express your intentions for this time. You can say, God, what are you like? How do you think? How do you feel? What's important to you? And why should I know the answer? You are God of all. Reveal to me what you are like. Now take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way. Now we'll read Scripture. We look to Scripture because we believe that God communicates. He's revealed himself to people who have written their experiences for our benefit. We don't have to understand it or be Bible scholars. What's important is that we receive it and believe that God communicates. Today we'll read Matthew 5.3, which says, "...the poor in spirit are blessed." for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. This is the first of what are known as the Beatitudes spoken by Jesus. Beatitude, the word, comes from the Latin word for blessed. Jesus says, blessed are, hence the word beatitude. Oxford Languages defines it as supreme blessedness. That's quite beautiful. When we ask what God is like, the answer is Jesus. God is like Jesus. When we ask what God feels, it's what Jesus feels. What's important to God? We can have a good idea by examining what's important to Jesus. And here he tells us, blessed are the poor, the poor in spirit, The kingdom of heaven is theirs. In what society are the poor the blessed ones? None that I'm aware of. We value strength, riches, capacity, good looks, charisma, self-assurance. The violent and the winsome win elections and get power. The king is the most fit to rule. But then there's Jesus, and he flips it all on its head. It's not the mighty, it's the poor. More specifically, the spiritually poor that own and rule the mightiest of kingdoms, the kingdom of heaven, or rather, the kingdom of God himself. How do you respond to this? You'd be forgiven if you roll your eyes a bit since the idea is so foreign. But how do you feel? How strong are you really? How rich are you really? Are you a raging success? Are you beautiful? Are you charming? Are you self-assured? Are you violent? Or are you none of these things? Are even the potential of these things rapidly slipping through your fingers? Are you poor? Do you feel poor? If so, you're right where Jesus says you're most blessed. You can't move the heart of God in your strength. But he gives the whole kingdom to the weak, the poor. God, I don't feel rich. I feel poor. But I believe that's what you want from me and I believe that you give me the kingdom because of it, and that's shocking. I don't know whether to believe or disbelieve. Therefore, please give me the ability to see and know what the kingdom is like. Help me see the way you do. Take a moment and express these thoughts to God in your own way.